This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. If you feel like nailing down a niche distances you from other passions that you may have. So for example, if you are super passionate about women's rights, right? But you feel like that alienates you from the love that you have for fashion or the love that you have for cooking or, um, you know, jewelry or skincare. There are other ways to incorporate some of your other passions into your personal brand. Because don't forget, your personal brand not only includes your values, not only includes your niche and the specific person that you're talking to within that niche, it also includes your likeness. And your likeness is your outward appearance. It's the way that you carry yourself. And I'll give you a couple of examples so you can see how it is that you can incorporate some of your other passions into creating an identity um, from your content and and creating an identity of your personal brand. Because if you were to see somebody on the street and you think they have really cool style sense, you don't know what that person has expertise in quite yet, right? I understand that online it's a little different because you go to somebody's profile and you kind of understand what it is that they talk about based on their video titles or their bio, right? But it's still kind of the same concept. You you most likely get attracted first based on their outward appearance or the way that they carry themselves. And that's ultimately, even if they talk about something really interesting to you or something relevant to you, it's ultimately their personality and their behavior that actually makes you think, oh yeah, I really want to follow this person. I want to keep up with them. And then in the long term, it's the thing that makes you want to buy from the brands that they talk about or buy from um, the brands that they founded themselves or watch the TV show that they're in or purchase their book or listen to their podcast, right? So your likeness is a huge part of what people do gravitate towards. And it's kind of the, the, the personality of your personal brand, right? So if you are a creator who is super passionate about women's rights, but then you have really, really cool style, You can look to Morgan Presley, who is a TikTok creator, who discusses things like, you know, feminine hygiene and sexual health and and reproductive rights and women's rights and dating and romantic relationships as a woman. But she also has like a really punk rock, you know, almost if MGK and Stevie Nicks like had a style baby together, it would be Morgan Presley. And that is part of what makes her so recognizable is like, oh yeah, that's the girl that creates videos about period health. But she also has really, really cool, like edgy style. Is that the person that you're talking about? Yes, 
you know, like that's kind of how people probably describe her to her, to their friends. Um, and she shows up in these really fun outfits and really crazy hair colors in, in all of her videos, even though she doesn't necessarily talk about fashion and that's really not part of her niche, but it is part of her, her personality and her likeness. Um, Another great example is Dre Brown, who is the corporate baddie. He's the one who kind of started the video around Gen Z work culture. And there are a lot of different things that are are part of his personality. Yes, he talks about being, you know, Gen Z in the corporate world and what that's like and kind of taking ownership over um, encouraging Gen Z to stand up for themselves and to create a positive work culture for themselves, right? But there are other things in his personality and in his identity that make him who he is. So Dre is a black gay man, which is a very identifying factor and also attracts a specific group of people to him who feel that they can relate to him on that front. Um, He drinks espresso martinis and like that is also something that is shared around on TikTok and Instagram of people tagging him being like, hey, Dre, I'm drinking the elite espresso martini, you know, because there's he's also kind of named himself and his his community the elites right he has a dog named harper um who he sometimes features in the, in his videos um he has a really uh sophisticated style sense which contributes to his overall brand of being like elite so to say right so all of these things are not necessarily his focus his focus is gen z corporate work culture or corporate work culture from a Gen Z perspective, right? But there are other things like his fashion sense and having a dog and loving espresso martinis um, that are part of his personality that make him a little bit more human beyond just the value that he's able to provide, right? Um, Same thing on like a really, you know, macro scale. We have someone like Kim Kardashian who... um, is very much known for her body type and her appearance, really, right? And that's kind of the thing that um, makes her so ownable. She has a very specific body type. She has a very specific look. Um, It makes people talk. Is she surgically altered? Is she not, right? Um, But she also has really cool style sense. And, you know, I think it's mostly known within kind of her OG fan community that she actually started out as a wardrobe stylist and was organizing closets for celebrities like Paris Hilton, um, who she was an assistant for also. And so, you know, if you're somebody who has followed her since kind of that time, then for you, it makes even more sense why she started Skims. Aside from having a unique body type and having to kind of DIY her own shapewear, she's also interested in fashion um, and interested in, you know, clothes and style in general. So those things kind of make sense for her too, right? She changes her hair color a lot and from, you know, dark hair color to blonde. She clearly loves her blonde hair. Is she a hair care creator? No. Would it really make sense for her to come out with a hair care line? No. But even if she were to cover her face with a mask or with glasses, she has a specific shade of blonde hair that really stands out, right? Um, And then also she's uh, part Armenian. So she talks a lot about, specifically on her show within her family, um, about her Armenian culture and why that's really important to her. And I think even the family has gone to Armenia um, to memorialize the genocide that happened there. So 
that is also something that is part of her likeness and her personality and her identity without it being the only thing that she talks about. So if you're a creator, you know, let's say that you're really interested in in skincare, you're interested in cooking, and you don't want to make your entire account about that because that's not the thing that you want to discuss or the thing that makes you influential, you can film your your content while you're cooking or while you're applying your skincare routine. Um, there's a creator named Jules, uh, Jules Montgomery, I believe is her name, who is also a uh, tech startup founder within the creator economy. She started out by giving creator tips and uh, some of her videos she was doing her skincare routine while she was um, talking about, you know, her niche, her niche value. And people started asking about her skin because her skin is amazing. It's always glowing. People started asking about what she uses and then come to find out she used to work for dermatologists. And so she was very familiar with like skincare products and the ingredients and the benefits and and all of that. Um, And so that ended up kind of becoming also part of her identity and something that made her influential amongst brands as well, who started inviting her to skincare events and things like that, because they, it was clear that that was part of her interest um, and part of her identity, but it ne- not necessarily something that she wanted to focus all of her content on. So don't, uh, you know, let your interests make you feel as if you can't talk about them or you can't feature them because you're focusing on one niche value. Find a way to incorporate those other things into your identity, um, whether it's dressing the way you love to dress or cooking while you film your videos talking about, um, you know, non-toxic cleaning products, right? Or, you know, whether that is applying your skincare routine while you're giving the creators that follow you creator tips, you know, find a perfect balance of the, of the, a way that you can share some of your other interests too, that make you a little bit more human. And I think that's what people ultimately mean when they say, oh, I don't, you know, want to commit to a niche. And you do, uh, kind of have to commit to a niche in terms of the actual content that you are discussing, the value that you're providing. But there are other ways that you can share your passions um, that still make you feel human, that make you feel relatable or aspirational or inspirational, depending on what you want people to feel. So, you know, write down some of your passions, Um, write down the thing that you want to be known for, and then write down some of your other passions that you're interested in, you know, style, makeup, skincare. So just as a recap, you know, all of your favorite creators are multidimensional human beings, they're doing that strategically. They're, you know, shaping your perception of them um, because they want to be your best friend. The reason that you feel like you relate to them is because they wanted you specifically to relate to them because you're the target audience, right? You would be interested in things that they're interested. You would be friends with them in, in real life, right? So in order to shape that strategically and to also avoid, you know, crisis management down the line, determine your niche, Write down some of the other passions and interests that you have that you and figure out a way to incorporate those into your videos to make you a more well-rounded human being, right? And then uh, make a note of the things that are off limits or boundaries that you want to set um, and the things that you maybe don't want people to have access to, like your relationship or your children or your home life or childhood trauma or, you know, criminal record <laughs> or 
what have you. Um, so you don't even enter the territory of those things or discuss them and you're able to keep those things private for yourself um, and create boundaries also between your fans as well because it's the same thing as in friendships, right? You create boundaries between your friends. You're not the everything friend to every friend you have um, and you kind of, you know, build as you build trust then you maybe feel com more comfortable to share a little bit more online it kind of works the same way except some of the things you share are permanent so that's what I'm saying it's it's important to also uh, determine wh what is off limits but there's nothing wrong with being a well-rounded human being because that's that's who you are and that's how people f your followers and your community feel that they relate to you and will continue to engage with you and support you down the line and other ventures that you have Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.